welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. I know that recently there were a lot of tear-ups that finally came for Amazon merch sellers. My girlfriend, Marielle, she was finally tiered up to tier 2000. She has been eligible for months and it felt like it was never going to come. I'm sure she was not alone in waiting for this tier up and it couldn't have come at a better time as we are weeks away from Q4, the fourth quarter, the end of the year where sales really pick up. So this video is aimed at helping anybody on Amazon merch. Ideally, if you were recently tiered up and you have additional upload slots to fill, to help you do this and maximize the value that you get out of those, I, I think of it as online real estate. So out of that online real estate on Amazon, the world's number one e-commerce website, selling prime eligible print-on-demand products through Amazon Merch. So let's get started. So as we just mentioned, Amazon Merch finally did a big round of tear-ups where it felt like a lot more people than normal were included. And this is, I would say, the new normal for Amazon Merch because honestly, when I was scaling up my account, the tear-ups came more frequently and more reliably. I felt like there was probably at least one every month that you could count on and sometimes multiple. So people who like really hit the ground running like I did with my Merch account, we were rewarded pretty regularly. And that was an advantage that we had back then over people doing it today. I just want to make that clear. I don't know why things are different, but I did want to mention that, you know, it was definitely easier for me than it is for people starting today. I don't know why, uh, but tear ups finally came. So congrats to you. If you were included in that round of tear ups, as I mentioned, my girlfriend now is in tier 2000. The first tip I want to share, and I've got five tips for you. And maybe if you stay till the end, a bonus tip that are geared towards people that now have additional upload slots in their Amazon Merch account that we need to monetize. That's why we're doing it. We wanna make money from this pursuit. So tip number one is one of my favorite tips. This is one of the things I think I might even be known for. And that is that I filled my upload slots. So Amazon Merch, they took me to tier 100,000. And you know what I did? I said, what in the world am I gonna do with 100,000 upload slots? And my buddy Curtis at Merch Titans, and now he spends his time doing my designs. You guys might be familiar with that software. I absolutely love it. And if you're an Amazon merch seller that's not on Etsy, seriously, look into my designs. I've got a playlist on my channel that you can check out for free. You can take your merch designs and sell them on Etsy and potentially double your profits. It's a no-brainer. My designs makes it easy. But Curtis had Merch Titans, which does upload automation. This removes the time required to create the Amazon merch listings in my account. For the record, I'm pretty sure it's still in their terms of service not to use upload automation, but if you wanna fill 100,000 upload slots, I don't know any other way. And I am 100% sure of one thing, and that's that an unfilled upload slot on your account will not make you any money. I repeat, if you don't fill that upload slot, you do not make any money. So when they gave me 100,000 upload slots, you bet I filled them. I found a way to do it with design and with upload automation. I actually have a full course that I will link in the description that walks you through how I took my account from tier 10, the lowly tier 10, all the way to tier 200,000. So 
Yes, after I filled my upload slots in tier 100,000, I was blessed with another 100,000 upload slots, and you better bet that they are full. If you're in tier 25, if you're in tier 100, 500, it doesn't matter. You still need to fill your slots. Number one, because if you don't fill them, at least to roughly 80% of your tier, so if you're in tier 100, you need at least 80 slots filled, meaning 80 unique designs, okay? Not product potential, but your actual designs as a function of your tier. If you don't do that, they might do another round of tier ups where you have enough sales to be included in the tier up and they may skip you. And as rare as these tier ups are these days, you do not want that to happen. So make sure you fill your upload slots. It's really important. Now, I'll give you some ideas of how to do that. Actually, you know what? You should subscribe because I have other videos where I go into more depth on how to do that. And please let me know in the comment section if you have any questions for me or ideas for other videos where I might be able to help you out. If you're thinking like, how the heck do I fill my slots? Maybe that's something I can address in another video. I also do my Sunday video series, Top 5 Niches of the Week, where I give you trending niches every single week. Tip number two is how did you get tiered up? You obviously did something right. Whatever you did right, tip number two is double down. So if you're like, what do I do with these extra upload slots? How do I get the most out of them? Because it's one thing to upload a design that doesn't sell. Another whole different story to upload designs that actually sell, that actually make you money. So double down if you need ideas, if you need a niche and you don't know what niche to enter. Well, what niches got you here? What niches got you to tier 25, to tier 100, to tier 500, tier 1000, 2000? right? Hopefully bigger than 2000. I saw some people in my Facebook groups getting celebrating tier 30,000, right? So double down, triple down, quadruple down on what works. You know what works because you have your data from your sales that other people don't have that I don't have. So if I want to enter your niche, well, first I need to know what niche it is. I don't know. You have that data. Use it to your advantage. Tip number three, Consider increasing your prices. If I am not in at least Amazon merch tier 1000, I typically am willing to forego profits and reduce my prices to give customers an incentive to click my product and not my competition's product and purchase from me because they're getting a deal. However, as I say this, it's like, man, over time, as the tier ups became less frequent, I can see the case for trying to make profit in the lower tiers because a lot of you guys, like it's really a function of are you eligible for the next tier yet or not? You need to become eligible for the next tier up as soon as possible because again, these tier ups are not coming often. You need to be eligible. You need to fill your upload slots and get sales equal to roughly, again, these aren't rules that are publicly known, but I've been on Amazon Merch for over six years now roughly 80%, and sometimes it's been as low as 60%. Like, it's definitely variable, okay? But I'd say 80% of your tier in sales, 80% of your tier in unique designs uploaded. So again, tier 100 as an example. That means you need 80 sales at least and 80 products uploaded as a benchmark. Lower your prices until you get to that 80% mark. After that, guys, you know you you have a manage tab in your merch account. Click the manage tab, There should be an edit button next to your designs. Go ahead and edit them. You can control pricing like that, okay? So it's it's okay to be active in your merch account. And even me, I'm active in my merch account every single day. You know what I mean? Even with my upload slots basically all full, I'm still in there every day. I think it 
sends a good signal to the algorithm. I mean, this is just me, you know, and I've had other people say they think the same thing, so it's not just me. But right now you're hearing it from my mouth that I think being active actually affects your sales. I've seen other people agree with this conspiracy that actually being in there, whether it's uploading, whether it's repricing, et cetera, sends a positive signal. All right. This is a weird thing to say. I know. And I can't back it with any real data, but I've had other people say, Ryan, I think you're right. Cause I've said this in like my private community. For instance, I say, guys, be active in your merch account. Even if you filled your upload slots, I'm in there every day, repricing things. Okay. So whether you're going up or down, like if you just got to a new tier and you need a bunch of sales, like you barely made this tier up, maybe you reprice down temporarily again to see that spike in uh, that hopeful spike, right? In sales. Um, also, you know, if you missed my video, I did it a couple years ago, maybe a year or two ago on the honeymoon phase where essentially Amazon will, their algorithm will give you additional visibility so that they collect data on your listing. What keywords are relevant? How high is the click through rate, the conversion rate, these things like there's been theories that when you reprice or you update some keywords in the title or something like that, it may refresh the honeymoon period, but we really don't know for sure. It's kind of speculation. Um, but it was a good article, a good video. Uh, I can link to it right here in the uh, YouTube cards in case you want to check it out as the next video. All right, next tip. Oh, before we get to the next tip, guys, check out my free print-on-demand mini course linked in the description, delivered via email, one lesson a day for 20 days. And check out my Amazon Merch Facebook group, also linked in the description. I'd love to have you there. Tip number four, enable more products. When you get tiered up, your daily product submissions, okay, separate from design submissions, increases. So utilize this to your advantage. If you have designs that have sold in the past where you haven't gone in there and enabled all 14 products on the US market, and then after the US market, go into the international markets and enable all those products with your design on it, you need to do so. Why would you hamstring yourself and not occupy more online real estate. That is how we make more money. What's the difference between, let's say you and me, like I've got, you know, I could give you the actual number while we record. I've got something like a couple million products total. When you do the math of like, I upload one design and I enable it on all products on all markets. What is it like 65 products total? So pretty much over here is telling me that I have 3,980,661 live products of a potential 13.2 million, okay? So if I had all of my upload slots filled and every product on every market enabled, I would have 13.2 million products listed. And, you know, unfortunately, I have a meager, let's just round up, let's just call, let's just say 4 million, right? Because I'm at 3 point, or sorry, yeah, 3.9 million. Yeah, I'm at 3.9 million. Um, <laughs> everybody's thinking, wait a second, shouldn't you be making a lot more? Here's the thing, and I don't wanna hijack this video, but I know you're thinking it. I sell what I call fringe evergreens, the type of listings that will not get my account in any trouble because, I mean, I don't even really do niche research. I literally just come up with ideas, scale out the designs, so I'll make like a batch of 500 at a time, 1,000 at a time. An easy niche to do this with, professions. What job do people work? Okay, go make a funny t-shirt for people in that job and then cycle in and out various professions. You see what I'm saying? Over time, you fill all your upload slots. Okay. It keeps my account safe, both for my long-term income and my YouTube channel. So I can speak to this stuff and actually be out there doing it. Um, and I did make over $80,000 profit last year. Uh, I did a little, uh, year wrap up as well that you should be able to find on my YouTube channel. So enable more products. That's a no brainer, right? Fill your upload slots, enable more products for sale, especially prioritize 
your designs that have already sold, hopefully this is resonating with you. Tip number five, not everybody's gonna be able to do this, but run ads, all right? And don't be scared running ads because you control your bids. It's not like Etsy where you don't control your bids and Etsy will spend all your money probably on stupid keywords because that's what Etsy tends to do on my account. I don't know about you. Let me know in the comments if you agree. But if you're in tier 500 or greater, you should at some point soon, if you didn't have access to ads already, and this is all I learned from you guys, by the way. So when I say tier 500, that's because that's what I saw people telling me in the past. So let me know so I can continue to learn from you, whether it's in the Facebook groups or in the comments on this video. But as far as I know, they started giving access to ads in roughly tier 500. So if you just got to tier 500, this is a big deal, right? That's when Marielle, my girlfriend, her account, that's when she got access to ads. If you have access, you should be, in my mind, setting up an ad, okay? Number one, at a minimum, set up the lowball auto ad campaigns. That is a no-brainer. That's where we bid less than like 10 cents for clicks. And we set up auto campaigns where we let Amazon look at the data we provide in our product listings. That's the title, the bullets, et cetera. And figure out for us, so we don't even need the input of what keywords to bid on. We just let them figure it out. And if we can get really cheap clicks... That's additional visibility that costs us almost nothing. Definitely do that. And then beyond that, set up manual ads. That's a separate type of ad campaign, but it's still in the Amazon ad console. There's two types of campaigns. There's auto, which is automatic, which is what I just described. And then there's manual where you provide the keywords and you have to set a bid on each keyword provided based on the match type. That is for a separate video, but leverage ads to your advantage, guys. Also, so you know, ads tend to get more expensive in the fourth quarter. So it's something that you do kind of sort of have to actively manage and you don't want, you know, here's the thing. Don't just go in there gung ho doing ads with no oversight. Like if, if there are people out there like me who've been running ads on Amazon since 2017, okay. When I started FBA, when I started merch, I I did KDP as well. So I've run a lot of ads in my day. It's okay to, I mean, yeah, my course is not free, but like, My course is all encompassing. So it'll teach you literally every aspect of running a print on demand business, including Amazon ads. All right. So I'm just saying that's the the Amazon ads module alone. If you go in there and start going gung ho on your ads and just, you you could easily spend more money than my course costs to join because you didn't have anybody showing you what to do and what not to do. Most importantly. Um, so not to like plug the course, but I just wanted to let you know that's included and it's a very in-depth module. Okay. Linked in the description. It's not, it's no extra charge for the ads module that's included. Same with the automation, same with the design, same with the research, same with everything. And tier-specific strategy, of course. How could you skip that for an Amazon merch course? Tip number six, this is the bonus tip that I promised. Depending on where you are, okay, depending on your tier, you can start doing evergreen designs, the type of design that will sell year-round without a specific date being uh, related. Like Halloween shirts, 99.9% of the time, you're making those sales in the lead up to Halloween, right? Every now and then you'll make a Halloween sale in the middle of the year. I have no clue who those people are, but I mean, how can you not love people that buy Halloween shirts in the middle of the year? But you get the point, right? Evergreens are the bread and butter of a real business that can sell at any point throughout the year, any month, any day. You don't need a reason for it. Kind of like the professions shirts that I I mentioned, like world's okayest doctor, world's okayest teacher that can sell any day of the year. To me, those are best suited for higher tier accounts. Okay. In the lower tiers, 
where your sole focus should really be, hey, I need to get tiered up. I need more of these upload slots so that I can occupy more online real estate and make more money. Like Ryan said, he made over 80 grand profit last year and he puts out daily YouTube content. So how do you do that? That must be pretty passive. Yeah, it's very passive. It can be, right? And you know, in the higher tiers, like it really is, I think. I, I think it's safe to say, but it depends on your approach. I know some people that they're in the high tiers. They make a lot more money than me, but they're doing it via ads, So people think of them as Amazon merch sellers. In reality, they're Amazon ad console (laughs) experts because that's where they spend all their time. But that's a separate story for a separate day. If you're in the lower tiers, I and lower tiers are how you define it. So tier 10, tier 25, we can all probably agree those are low tiers. Is tier 100 a low tier? You have to decide. But like in tier 100, I I still want to be in like tier 1000 personally because I can easily come up with a thousand quality designs that I'm not going to like scale out. You know what I mean? If I have a thousand upload slots, I don't need to be scaling out one design template with a 500 different professions, right? If I'm in tier 1000, I'm making 1000 top notch designs below that tier though. I'm probably a lot of time in, in the trends, right? In what is the biggest trend right now? Let me dump a bunch of quality designs in that trend. And then when the trend passes, like right now, Halloween's coming, you can do a bunch of Halloween designs dot days coming up. It's a little bit late for that. Hispanic Heritage Month is about to start. Like there's always good trends. Be in those trends during the peak demand and then move on. You can just delete those designs and replace them with the next best thing. Maximize your sales, get eligible for the next tier up and then really capitalize down the line. You know what I mean? And in the fourth quarter as well, you you probably wanna like really try to capture some profits in the fourth quarter, regardless of what tier you're in. Anyways, guys, I hope you found this video helpful. Congrats if you got tiered up. This is really all I wanted to cover. So again, um, my full Amazon merch course linked in the description if you want to check that out. It is well worth it. And that's really it, guys. Thank you for watching. I will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, See you with the new video.